There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, This is, is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. Well, honey, you and I are still working, which is great, but, you know, I know there are a lot of people right now that are out of work, and I wanted to talk to you about what is happening with the SAG after strike. Before we get started with the episode, I do want to say, you may be a long time Life in Spanglish listener. You may think to yourself before we start and before Honey even gets to say a word, I know, I'm sorry, I'm coming in hot. This doesn't matter to me. Ugh, all of these things that may be going through your mind, please, please, please just give us, give us 10 minutes of your time to try to explain what this is so we can educate you on why this means so much to us. Now I say hello to honey. Sorry, I had to get that all out. She is fired up today and she want to let mm. you know that even though you're ignoring <laughs> and swiping and turning off the volume when it comes on, it affects all of us and you should care. Absolutely. So, you know, let's give you guys a proper welcome. Welcome to Life in Spanglish. And thank you guys so much. We love being here with you every Friday. Now, I do think that it's so important for us to discuss this strike because like it's current, it's happening, it's now. And I know that there's a lot of confusion out there um, where people really don't know why SAG-AFTRA is striking. We get why the WGA is striking, right? Because those are the writers. And, you know, I think that people are kind of up to date with that. But I was having a discussion, actually. The reason why I wanted to do this episode so badly was I was speaking to my friend the other day. And we were talking about like, you know, what I missed while I was away. And she said it, not thinking that I am a part of the union, right? Because she goes, oh, she's like nothing, you know, she's like, now the actors are striking. Oh, she's like these rich people. She's like, what do they need more money for? Thinking. And by the way, I, I'm using her accent because I told her I'm going to talk about it in this episode. And I said to her, I go, You think that they're striking because um, like Brad Pitt isn't making enough money? And she's like, no, you know, like these actors, like what else do they want? And I and I said to her, I go, well, first of all, girl, I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> I Same said, here. I have worked. Yes, mm -hmm. both of us are paying members of this union. I said, and I have worked on TV sets. I said, and I can tell you firsthand that I fully support and back this strike. and 
more importantly, as a Latina, I support this strike. So it was it was a moment of clarity, like a light bulb moment for her, because then she was embarrassed. I said, please don't be embarrassed. I said, this is actually really great. I said, and if you don't mind, I'm going to bring it up on the podcast with Honey. So I sat there for the next 20 minutes, just trying to break it down and explain what exactly this strike is for. So, you know, honey, I wanted you, I don't want to take over the podcast. So I wanted you to tell me, like, what have you heard from people that have been like talking about this? But you know what is a lot of people immediately go to the top and they're like, oh, you want The Rock to make more money? He made $270 million just for 2022 alone. He's one of the highest paid actors. And it's no, that is not the case at all. Yes. The, the average actor, Carolina, makes about $27.73 an hour out in California for the year of 2022. Like people have it all twisted. It is regular people that are out there acting, our people, Latinos, Latinas, that are out here working and struggling to even pay their rent. It's, Absolutely. It's not top-notch actors. Y la gente de nosotros que también are struggling. Uh, absolutely. And honey, you know what? You you said it. I, I can't say it any better than you because this is not affecting the top tier, which are the Brad Pitts, the Tom Cruises, no. the The Rock, um, you know, on the women's side, your Jennifer Lawrence's, Reese Witherspoon, you know, your J-Lo's, you know, all of these people, they're okay. They're good. They're money. not, exactly. They're not, well, they're not worried about this as much, except for when it comes to AI, okay? Well, and that is something that, that is part. really, really big. Yes, that that SAG-AFTRA is fighting for because- as a background actor, which, by the way, I got my SAG card because I was a background actor when I worked in L.A. Mm. When you're a background actor, you get a call time. Your call time could be three o'clock in the morning. It could be six o'clock in the morning. It is whatever time it is. You have to put in so many hours of background work. I believe it was for five times. Don't quote me on that. But um, back in the day when I tried to get my SAG card, it was like you had to do a certain number of appearances as a background actor before you could qualify to get into the union. After you get into the union, you then have to pay dues. When you are a dues paying member of the union, then you have to make a certain amount of money to qualify for health insurance. Okay, guys? So there are many, 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 many layers to this. And there are many reasons why people are fighting for not only fair representation, fair wage, but also to protect their likeness, their image, and their ability to earn more money. Boom. I'm sorry. I'm like so fired Drop the up mic about on this. that. You know, it's crazy that you mentioned background acting because one of the things that they're trying to do is you're a background actor, you're in a crowd. They're trying to use those same crowd shots in the future and pay you one time. Correct. So now, for example, um, I'll give you guys just like a little bit of insight into kind of the things that I've done in the past. So I'll use um, an appearance that I filmed for Madam Secretary. Secretary, okay. Madam Secretary was a drama on CBS, primetime CBS. Um, they needed a reporter, okay, so uh, or somebody to play a news anchor on a television in a scene. So now I, I want you guys to get the full picture. So I was booked to be that uh, anchor, that news anchor. Uh, again, showed up on set at a certain time. You are there until they get their shot basically, you know, and then of course that you do get overtime and things because you are a part of a union. Yes. 
The pay is minimal. Do you remember how much you were getting? Was it hourly? Do you remember? Uh, no, I got a day rate. I do believe I got a day rate because I had five lines. So if you have five lines in a TV show like that, then you get paid a certain amount. If you have no lines, you get paid a different amount. So I'm just giving you guys kind of like a bigger picture of what, you know, you guys think happens and what really happens. So I show up on set, you get right, you go there. I mean, look, they have a green room, not just for you. You're basically with the other background actors. You may get a folding chair, you know, like there's a craft services table with some snacks for you. Of course, they're going to feed you. So there are laws that have been put in place for these things. That's what I think is really important for people to remember. Um, a lot of these advancements have happened because people in the past have fought for these things. Before, you wouldn't get craft services, you know, or you wouldn't get hair and makeup. So now you show up, I get hair and makeup, I do my scenes, you know, I end, I make the day rate, okay? Now, every time that show is replayed, there's something that's called a residual, and that's what you get paid. Every time that use is run, uh, you know, anywhere domestically or internationally, okay? But the residual is bigger at the beginning, right after you shot it, okay? And then it gradually reduces as the years go on. When we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you how much a recent check was for Madam Secretary. And maybe this will <laughs> shed some more light on why people are striking right now. So we'll get into that right after this. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, honey. So you're you're following along with me, right? I did this appearance for Madam Secretary. I get the day mm-hmm. rates. You know, um, everything happens great, whatever. I'm literally on the screen maybe for 12 seconds if I'm lucky. I'm on a television in the background in a scene. But hey, I made my money, right? Like I got my five lines. You got your bread. You went home. I got my bread. I just got a check. And this is not a lie. I actually have an Instagram that was sent to me by an old intern that was like, oh, my gosh, I saw you on Madam Secretary. It was a rerun. And you were like, money's coming. I was like, "Okay, checks in the mail. (laughs) I got a check for 21 cents okay the paper and envelope and stamp were worth more than what you got paid got it you took the words out of my mouth and at that point i said i need people to gain a better understanding that those residuals are sometimes what keep people afloat. So you're working a waitressing job, you're doing a dog walking job, and then you're counting on some of those residuals to help you, I don't know, for cost of living. So when people think this is so glamorous, and that you get paid a lot of money, and that you go and, and they and they cater to you, that is not the case at all. And, and that's what I think is really important for people to see. So now with streaming, you're completely eliminating that revenue for an actor. So that 21 cents won't even come to you, honey, if you do the same thing for a Netflix show. Nah, Netflix do you is feel me? taking all the bread. Right. So that's where I think that people need to understand that like, number one, there needs to be minimum earnings just to keep up with inflation. That's why I said it's like, just even for cost of living, like there have not been any raises for the cost of living. Um, they are also, by the way, I do want to say they're fighting against these studio heads like, you know, Bob Iger from Walt Disney and the streaming giants, uh, you know, Netflix and uh, Hulu and all of these other big corporations. So performers now are asking, hey, I want to protect my image. And this goes back to exactly what you were saying, honey. Not only do they want to take like a crowd, let's say that they get however many people into uh, Yankee Stadium for a crowd shot for a movie, okay? They're not even saying that they're just going to use the crowd. What I understand is that they will scan your face Mm. and that face through AI can now be used for different situations, Okay, now they own your image and they can repurpose that image. You could be a person waiting in a doctor's waiting room. Nah, this is a huge problem. Well, that's why people are saying like, no, I do not want to give you consent to have my physical likeness in perpetuity that you can reuse and repurpose. And I'm not going to get paid for that. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah, you're going to reuse, repurpose, and I'm not going to get repaid and repaid. And they've, and by the way, the other thing is without your consent, they don't even need to notify you that they're going to. That's why I wanted to give that example, that broad example that like you could be a person in the background previously and be a background actor. And that was it. You were walking across the street and whatever. You had your and- two seconds of airtime. 
But now what they would do is you're sitting in Yankee Stadium. You're a part of this big shot. Then what they can do is then they can put you in a totally different scenario. Not You could be a person in a store, okay, and not notify you that they're going to be using your likeness, your face for a different shot for a different project, and also you're not going to get paid for it. Pero ven acá, Carolina, ¿qué brujería es esta que están haciendo esta gente? Like, seriously, nah, this is not going to work at all. Especially, Por eso. Especially with the, the amount of money that these actors are being paid hourly. That is abuso, Carolina. Well, but you know what it is, though, honey? I do have to say this. And I know I'm coming, I, like I said, I'm coming in hot. I'm coming off strong today because I'm passionate about this. Of but course. I think that that's where this argument lies is that actors have a passion and they have a purpose they they think they they believe that this is what they were made to do right and not everybody is going to be a multi-millionaire actor but these are the people who go in day in and day out and go to auditions and and do that because they have that passion they want to do this so they don't care that they're working two other jobs in order to support their passion do you see what i mean so i think it's incredibly selfish of these companies to think like, oh, well, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is that that's what somebody feels like their life purpose is. And now you're taking away their ability to live. You're really, you're really wiping away the potential that they have to earn for themselves and their families and their future. And, you know, en la unión está la fuerza. It's like when you all come together, that's when there's force. Because I was watching a report and they were like, oh, the potential economic impact of this could be like $4 billion. I'm like, well, pay the people and you won't lose $4 billion in damages. Easy, easy fix. It's, you know what it is? I think that it just comes down to greed. And I also of think, course. I, I mean, obviously, like the, the studios don't want to give any more money. The actors obviously want to gain more money, but they are are being looked at as like, oh, you're, you're being greedy. But really, it's more about like survival, cost of living, health insurance. I mean, all of those things we should be able to work for and to be able to provide for ourselves and our families for, you know what I mean? So yeah, this, these, these rules will make it harder for people to simply live a life that they, that they want to live doing what they love. And it's like, these are just people working, trying to make a living. They're just trying to pay their rent. They're just trying to put food on the table, get their kids to go off to school. Everybody we watch on TV is not a mega star making big money. So we've got to stand up and stand behind these people. A hundred percent. You know, I was thinking to myself, because they send out these like emails where we're going to pick it next, where we're going to do next. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because the e-news gig that I have is mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm allowed to work on that, by the way, because I did want to make sure I was like, wait a minute, I'm a part of the union, but it's considered under news. Our radio shows are actually um, cleared by the union. We can do the radio shows. We are not expected to strike. So this is primarily affecting the television and movie side. But the radio side is not far behind, honey, because we've discussed this in an earlier episode when I was talking about AI with you. Now this shit is getting super real. And with AI, Carolina, it's getting dangerous. I know I had said a couple of episodes past that I loved it, but it's getting dangerous. And in terms of TV writers, AI is going to cause major problems too. 
Well, that's why the WGA went on strike. And I think that a lot of people can understand that because like, listen, you don't have a writer, you don't have a story. Okay. Like the other thing too, that people are, are saying is like, oh, well, AI, chat GPT, these systems, they can, they're fully capable of writing a story. But I saw somebody on, and his name is escaping me and I apologize, but he was on CBS Sunday morning and they were talking about like, sure, yes, a program can come up with a story, but a program doesn't know what it's like to fall in love and have your heart broken and to touch on those emotions and to really help paint that picture of what a person goes through after a heartbreak. And I was like, wow. I mean, if that doesn't make you stop and think about the things that we're consuming, you know what I mean? Like the things that you enjoy, what is like one movie that you're like just obsessed with? Like is there one? Movie? Yeah, no, just, is there a movie that comes to mind for you that you're just like, oh my gosh, like this was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like well, The Color yeah. Purple is my movie. I've watched it like 20 times. Ooh, it's, it's, it's just ooh. an amazing movie. Okay, that's a masterpiece. Okay, <laughs> that is a masterpiece. That's based off of a book uh, that a lot of people have known and read. But you needed a scriptwriter, oh, of course, to translate that and to make that into the movie, the spectacular movie that it became. So, you know, when you look at the WGA, yes, like everybody, everybody, I think has a better understanding. But I just, I was kind of offended because I feel like people are just they're they're generalizing and they're not informing themselves and they really don't know why the actors are striking and why it is so important. And with AI, Carolina, here's my fear. You know, with so many few Latin shows to really draw from, these AI softwares that they're going to use, what are they going to do? They're going to pin us again as they're going to paint us again as tired, you know, limited stereotypes. Are we still going to be the maid? Are we still going to be the driver? Are we still going to be the prostitute, the drug dealer? Like what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. it, it scares me. I need live people to paint us in the light that we're living in right now, not past history when we weren't even historically included in film. Well, we're going to get into that after this break, because, um, you know, I did want to wrap it up on why this is so important to our stories and the stories that we want to tell. So we'll do that right after this. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles, because life happens, baby. But you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, honey, you were talking about representation and we were discussing it. And I think that if you've listened to our podcast for the past couple of seasons, you know that we've touched on this subject many, many times about how underrepresented we are in Hollywood, not just in front of the screen, behind the scenes, on the cruise, writing, all of these things. And we have discussed before, you and I at least, how little how how little programming is uh, there's very few shows that you can catch on primetime television in the united states where latinos are becoming the majority you're still not seeing sitcoms dramas you know that revolve around our lives our costumbres like what we know our stories and the things that relate to us Yes, you get a Wilmer Ball drama as a like main character on one show, or you that know don't what I count. Mean? Like, I'm sorry, I love him, but that Fez character just don't count for me, Carolyn. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but what, that's why I'm saying like people, people, um, you will use that as an excuse. Well, well yeah. he's on, uh, or you know, mm-hmm. Mario Lopez, or you know, like whoever they want to like throw out there, right? Oh. That's a big name. And what 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 we are seeing in the union itself is that there are a large number of different ethnicities that are represented and Latinos are underrepresented in every single area. So what we should be fighting for is more representation, obviously, more people in the writer's seats, more people that can produce the shows that are representative of who we are and what we are. I discovered a show recently, Carolina, and it was just so beautifully crafted. Um, the Horrors of Dolores Roach. It's on mm-hmm. Prime. Oh, my God. And it's set, okay. up, it's set uptown. It's Boricuas. It's Dominicans. The Spanish is on point. Justina Machado is the lead. It was just amazing. And this is what we need. And we're finally getting there. We're finally getting some type of visibility. Latin writers, you know, are now getting into seats that they couldn't get into before. And now mm-hmm. they want to incorporate AI. No, we need live Latin writers that know what we're living through currently in 2023. Because that show, the the lingo, everything was like, I was like, wow, they must have done this last week. The writers did an exceptional job. And that's wow. what I want to see continue. Yeah. And so I think that that's why it's important for us to like make sure that, you know, look, somebody, there was an article that we said, or that, that you and I both read that was talking about Squid Game. And oh, Squid, yeah. obviously the, the, mm-hmm. the writer of Squid Game is, mm-hmm. is not Latino, but just to yeah. give you the perspective, 
This man was making just enough money to get food on the table. Netflix made $900 million off of Squid Game. That's insane. I read that article and he was just like, listen, I barely were, was making ends meet. Like these corporations, they can't get away with what they're getting away with right now. So this strike is necessary and mandatory. Yeah. And I just think that when it comes down to it, we need more content for us, by us and more representation. And so I think that if we we're already behind, I'm talking about Latinos in general in the Hollywood. And if if this strike doesn't go through or if they don't come to an agreement, it's just going to put us even further behind because they're not worried about us you know what i mean like there were yes as a greater whole they're worried about all of their actors and i understand that but they're not particularly saying like you know we're fighting for this group or we're fighting which you know i think that they need to do that as a whole like yes they're doing the right thing they're looking at the union as a whole and they're like look we're we're fighting for everybody but when you look at like when, when you really really dissect it there is a real vacancy when it comes to our stories and, and, and nobody's rushing to help us get them out there, you know? So I think that the people that are in the industry now that have been established, they get it, they're trying, but you know, that, that's, that's the whole reason why I wanted to like just touch on this subject for this episode. We got to give a big shout out to our girl SAG after president Fran Drescher. She, oh, she put it down. She girl, was not playing. She is outside. No makeup, baseball cap. She is with the people. She is. I'm proud of her right now because I'm like, yo, she's not sitting at a desk. She's speaking out for these union members. No, she definitely is. And a lot of you guys might know that name, Fran Drescher. It is the actress from The Nanny. She is now the president of sag and she is fighting. She said, I was an actor. Not I was. And she said, I am an actor. Like I know, I know what we are facing, you know? And so she did that press conference and I'm sorry for misquoting her, but um, she did that press conference and I felt, I felt that I felt how strongly she felt about it, you know? Um, So Fran Drescher is doing her thing. Jason Sudeikis was just out at 30 Rock. Did you see that? They had him out there. He was um, out there on the picket line striking in front of 30 Rock where he was on SNL. It's solidarity, Caroline, and it's necessary. Right now, it's, it's necessary that everyone band together. Absolutely. But that's why I'm saying it's like there are so many people who are like, oh, don't bite the hand that feeds you. And it's like, well, no. I, yeah, I know that I came. I'm, I'm not speaking for Jason Sudeikis, but it's just like in front of 30 Rock for me, that is such symbolism, you know, because it's like you got to be willing to speak up for yourself to get the things that you want. So like I just saw Hillary Duff was on the picket line. Um, Olivia Wilde, Mark Ruffalo. These are like big name actors that are going out there to throw their support behind this. So, you know, I just encourage you. And for me too, you know, that's what made me think. Cause I told you a little bit earlier, I was thinking, should I go out there and, and should I represent, you know what? Hell I told yeah. Greg T we should go out there after the show one day, even that's if it's a- for an hour. That's a fact, Carolina, because it's just, you know, we got to get outside. We got to stand for something, you know, the same way we we go outside and, you know, we boycott and we picket. These are people trying to make a living. It's their livelihood. It's their image. It's how they make a living. And it's unfair what these big studios are trying to do. Definitely. And, you know, I feel like we can apply this even to, um, you know, everyday life. Like you may work in a place where you have an administrator. And you constantly feel like they're just taking shit away from you. You know what I mean? You feel like you're getting stripped down. Like, 
you no, they're not going to match your 401k. No, they're not going to give you, uh, you know, flex spending. No, like I'm, I'm making up things. I'm saying like, there are all of these scenarios where we go through this in life. And it's like, you got to stick up for yourself at some point and say, you know, I'm not willing to work for you anymore if you're not going to take care of me. And I think that that's what this really comes down to. If you didn't understand what's going down, I hope that, you know, right now it's crystal clear for you and that you support and you repost and you understand and you're sympathetic. People are just out here trying to make a living. That's it. It's not The Rock. It's not Tom Hanks. It's not the other one. I'm, but anyway. It's just, Tom Cruise. There yes. you go. Throw him in there because yeah. he makes hella yeah, bread. Throw, too. Uh, oh, he makes, I mean, come on. Mission Impossible just is like globally right now. It just broke more records. So, you know, I, I do think that this is so important too. It's like a learning lesson, you know, because like I could have shamed my friend and the the real reason for this podcast was, like I said, our conversation. But instead it's like we sat there, I educated. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like, thank you for like giving me that perspective you know she was like i would have never known she's like god i didn't know you were in the union i said yes bitch. Oh, she's like that part of this. i got paid on union dues right that's what you told me hell yeah yes i told her i was just like girl i've been a part of the union since like i don't even remember i i don't want to quote myself like early 2000s you know so i just think it's like it's also a learning opportunity where you know it doesn't have to necessarily be about the actors. Like I said, you can apply it to your own life or, you know, teach your children that sometimes in life you do have to stand up for things and what a strike really is about, you know? So there are a number of ways that you can spin this and make it a learning opportunity. But, you know, I stand with SAG-AFTRA. I support my fellow actors. And um, I say it like as if I've won a daytime Emmy or something, you know, I have I, I, one life to live. But listen, you are you when you give out your resume, it says actor on it. That is all that matters, Carolina. Listen, I was on a soap opera. I've done multiple dramas. Yes, honey. I you know what? I am an actor and I will say that proudly. And you know what? With from from your lips to God's ears, I hope I get more roles after this is all worked out. So, you know, well, I'll send you the clips, honey. I got you. You better get back outside to auditioning. Once they get this raise in order, once this AI situation is all situated, I want you back to acting because everywhere I go in New York, there's something being shot. So you don't have to move to Hollywood again, Carolina. You can act right here. Honey, I'm not even kidding you. I, I On this vacation, when I was talking to Mark, I said, you know, because we all joke about it. And I know that people are like, oh, yeah, she's not an actress. You know what? I, I yes, actually did are. study. <laughs> and But I did study theater in college. And I moved out to L.A. to act. And I auditioned. And I told you guys the story. Oh, there's my dog. I told you guys the stories many times. Um, you know, I saw a different side of Hollywood as a young lady. And to be able to work in the industry in my 30s and even early 40s, it's just like, it's such a gift for me. And to be a Latina and to represent as a, I don't care if I'm on the background of a TV, I'm, I'm representing as a Latina anchor on a major national yes. network show. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, love I don't it. ever, I don't ever want to minimize my work. But um, I did tell Mark, I was like, you know, I would love to get back into the acting I said you know I would love to start working with a coach again you know because there's something about it and that's why I was saying it's like there's something about it that when you go out there and you do a great job and you deliver your line and you know you did great you're like I got this you know so you never know where you'll see me next I'm here for it thank you thank you if you made it to the end of this week's episode I really hope you did and I hope you join us next Friday but you can also continue the conversation with us I'm at the real Carolina on all social media 
Hit me up on Instagram. It's I am Honey German. And make sure to follow and subscribe Life in Spanglish on all platforms, including all the streaming platforms. Yes, please do. Hell no, we won't go. I'm going to get ready. I, I got to go out there. I got to pick it. So I got to go. <laughs> Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.